I need um, a boy and a girl, and, and I was going to ask, hey, Nate, you were, my, you were David against Goliath. Will you, will you come help me today? All right. So in our, our sensational summer send-off, um, Nate was the hero. Everybody say, yay, Nate. John, come on up here too. Okay, stand right here. You're going to help me in just a second. Now, I need a girl, um, grade school girl. Grade school girl. Kennedy's made way too much money off of this, so I'm not choosing Kennedy. <laughs> Alyssa made, made 100 bones last time. Um, uh, so let's see. I need, uh, I need a girl. And it's not going to, I promise you, I will not embarrass you. I might embarrass John, but that's kind of hard to do. Um, let's see. Where's Maddie? Come on, Maddie. Come on. Your daddy just waved. Come on. Come on. Like today. Come on. Y'all help her. Come on. Come on. Hey. Hey, Maddie, you're going to get a prize. I promise you're going to like it. All right. Let's, let's go. She's not going to do it. I need a younger one. Come on. Come on. I can't. Yeah, Waylon's going, I'll, I'll help you, Pop Pop. I hope he doesn't tell, reveal my secrets today because... I know I need somebody a little bit younger than Tawny. First through sixth grade, somewhere in there. I cannot believe I don't have any. This is a lot harder. Thanks, Nate, for, for being up here. You might get both prizes. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. All right, yay! Okay, John's going to be my interviewer. So uh, tell us your Nate. Tell us your Nate. Tell us your name and what grade you're in. You got it. You got it. Fourth. Fourth grade. Tell us, tell us who your teacher is. My mom. <laughs> okay, tell us your name. Uh, Haley. 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 And what grade are you in? Six. And where do you go to school? Elkhart. Elkhart. All right. Let's see. Y'all sl slide over just a little bit. I got to make sure you're in the picture. Okay. Now, scoot up here. Scoot up here. Right up here. All right. Now, we're going to do something. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Do not answer the question until I've had an opportunity to write something down because I think I can predict what you are going to say. All right? So you got do not answer until I write it down, and then John will put the microphone in your mouth, and you'll answer the questions. I'm going to do Nate first, and tell me your name again. Haley. Haley. And then Haley second. So do not answer. All right? Okay. First question. Um, if you could buy any toy after church today, what toy would you buy? Don't answer. I'm going to write it down. All right. Give us an answer. Nerf gun. Okay. Second question. What is your favorite food to eat? Don't answer yet. All right, go ahead. Enchiladas. Enchiladas. All right. What is your best friend's first name? Don't answer. Long first name. Caleb. Caleb. All right. Would you rather go to Disney World or do six hours of homework? Go ahead, tell us, give us the answer. Disney World. All right. All right, let's see how I did. Um, first question was, if you could buy any toy after church day, what would you buy? Tell them what this is. 
Need the microphone. Nerf gun. Says Nerf gun. All right, second question was, what is your favorite food to eat? Tell them what I wrote down. Enchiladas. Next one. What is your best friend's first name? Caleb. And then the last one, would you rather go to Disney World or do six hours of homework? Disney World. All right. Actually, yeah, he does. Okay, all right, Haley, if, if you could buy any toy after church today, what would you buy? Don't, don't answer yet. All right. Honestly, I don't know. All right. Hope I got that one right. What is your favorite food to eat? Okay. Pizza. Pizza. All right. Uh, what is your best friend's last name? This is a tough one. Stevens. All right. Would you rather go get a snow cone or eat broccoli cheese casserole? No can. All right. Let's see how I did. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot to do that. So let's see if I got them right. Um, if you could buy any toy after church today, what would that be? What I write now? I don't know. I forgot that part. Um, what is your favorite food to eat? Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> uh, what is your best friend's last name? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I got it right, Homer. I knew he would do that. And would you rather go get a snow cone or eat broccoli cheese casserole? Snow cone. Snow cone. Now, I got them all right. That's pretty. Do you think I really knew all of those answers? Do you all know the secret? Don't tell the secret. Some of you know you actually got it right. I know. Because you know everything. Yeah, he actually got it right. So, uh, so if you hadn't figured it out online, that's on you. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Now, okay, now we're just getting started. You know that I couldn't really read your mind yet, right? There is someone who can. There is one person. Yep, who is it? God. God. All right. So listen to this verse. Here's one of the verses that the Bible tells us about. This is Psalm 139, 2 through 4. David is talking, and he's talking to God, and he says this. This is going to be up on the screen. Um, actually, hold it up. Let, will you read it for us, Nate? You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when, I'm, when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know, you know what I am going to do. or You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. So there is someone who knows even the words on our lips before we say it. God knew all of those answers before you gave them to me. I didn't. I, I just played a little trick, but that's okay. All right. So um, there is one person who knows everything you're going to say when you stand up, when you sit down, everywhere you go. Who is that? Y'all help us out. Come on, y'all help us out. 
God. Crowd participate. God. <laughs> Thanks, John. I knew better than to give him a mic. Um, okay. So now this next verse probably means more to you. I bet it really means more to you than it does to me. All right. This is Jesus talking. Jesus is preaching. He's giving a sermon. And here's what Jesus says to tell you how much he cares about you. He says this. Haley, would you read this for us? And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Do you think it's hard for Jesus to remember how many hairs are on my head? <laughs> See, I figure it, it, it means more to you because you got lots of hair, right? Aren't you glad he knows all? Because, like, mine's gone. I actually have a few. I can grow a cul-de-sac. You all know what a cul-de-sac is? <laughs> so I think my number's about, like, 13. He knows I got 13 hairs on my head. I was talking to Waylon about this, and Waylon's like, Pop up, you got no hair. And I, he said, This morning, I'm not making this up. He said, Where'd your hair go? And I said, I don't know. He said, Why you got no hair? And I said, You need to ask God. I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm shaving, and, and he's in my bedroom. And I said, That's a question you need to ask God. So he goes, God, how come Pop up's got no hair? <laughs> and, and I said, Did he answer? And he goes, Yeah. And I said, well, What's the answer? He said, because pop-pops don't have hair. <laughs> Theological moments with Weiwei. Uh, so there is someone who knows everything about you, and he loves you, and he knows everything. So, okay, we're going to do a couple of experiments. And so um, uh, y'all step right over there by John. Y'all going to help me out, but you're going to stand by John. Let me slide this up here. All right, now. Um, I got to grab a couple of things over here. Actually, I got to set this up. You know it's good when we have to have a drop cloth. I've done this before a couple of times, and it's not always great. So trying to not get in trouble with the person who cleans the church. Okay, don't need that just yet. All right, got to come over here. Excuse me. And you know it's good when the preacher's got eggs. All right, now, we're going to do an egg experiment. <laughs> what do you think, Haley, what do you think is going to happen to this egg if I drop it into the bucket? What? It's going to crack. Did it crack? Okay, it's shattered. Let's try one more. <laughs> Nate, what do you think is going to happen if I drop this one? It's going to stay. It's going to what? It's not going to crack? Wait, did it crack? Less than the other. Less than the other. <laughs> Y'all are going to have so much fun when he's a teenager. <clears throat> okay, now, what does this tell you about the shell? If I drop it, I mean, I only dropped it like three feet and it cracked. What does that tell you about the shell? Tell me, you got an answer? What does, what does it say about it's the very shell? Very fragile. Very fragile. Good word. What grade are you in? Fourth grade. That's more than a fourth grade word. Good job. What does it tell you about the, the shell? It's fragile. All right. What grade are you in? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Sixth grade word. All right. Okay. So I need to know now, we're going to do this little experiment, and we're going to actually have you stand over this. Nate, do you think you are strong enough to crush the egg with one hand? Yes. You don't get to use your thumb. All right. Come here. This is where I'm moving back, just in case. All right. So you have to hold it like this and not use your thumb. Which hand are you going to use? Strong hand. All right. No thumb. Ready, set, go. It's very strong. 
All right, let's see if Haley can do it. All right, you see what I'm saying? Can't use your thumb. You just have to squeeze like that. Hold it right there just in case you're a special person. Can you do it? No. So what does that tell you about the shell? So you think, go ahead, I need a microphone. Dude, we've got to train you. It won't break. It won't break? So God designed this to take care of the baby chick, right? Now, we, it, it has to be soft enough for the chick to get out, but it's also going to be hard enough so that the mama can sit on it, keep it warm until it's time, right? So God knows what he's doing. Now, let's see if I can do it. So, yeah, I did that one time on Christmas Eve, and it shot all over the children on the front <laughs> row and got a mama in the face. It was awesome, but she was not happy. Um, and we actually, we actually have a, uh, a permanent mark on our, on our ceiling in our living room because we did this with our kids one time. And, uh, oh, Chase is here. I started to get you for a volunteer after last time, but uh, no, anyway. So my kid said, Dad, see if you can do it. And so I, I went to squeeze it, and it shot up. And so we actually have a spot on our ceiling, a permanent mark. Okay, that doesn't matter about anything. Now, so here's what Jesus said. Y'all come back over here now. Here's what Jesus had to say um, about how God created the world. Here's what he says. Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And then Nate, I want you to read this next sentence. Start with and and aren't. See it right there? The yellow words. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Okay, stop. Answer that question. Are you more valuable to God than birds? Yes. Good answer. All right. Haley, read the last sentence. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? So what do you think the answer to that question is? By worrying, does that make you live longer? No. <laughs> no? Are you sure? Right. Right answer. Jesus is saying that he wants to take care of us, and he's going to take care of the birds. And if he takes care of the birds, will he take care of you? What's the answer to that? Yes. Yes. All right. The answer is yes. So let me ask you a couple questions. This one's for Haley. Have you ever seen a bird out in the field driving a tractor? No. Okay, this one's for Nate. Have you ever seen a bird out planting seeds in the ground? Got a little pouch on the side, taking one plant in the ground. Plant. Yes or no? Well, first of all, you can't grab it, so no. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Um, okay, this is for Haley. Have you ever seen a bird gathering up food and storing it in a barn? I mean, I've never seen it, but it could happen. But like, no. Say no. Thank you. Yeah, say no. <laughs> this one's for Nate. Nate, have you ever seen a bird inside Walmart pushing a sharp shopping cart, getting things to go by? No, because it's too short. Okay. No. Thank you. Now... <clears throat> If the birds don't plant seeds, yeah, thank you for that visual too. If the birds don't plant seeds, and if they don't go to Walmart and shop, and if they don't gather up their stuff, who feeds the birds? Somebody said it down there. God. God, yes, thank you. Do you think God will take care of you if he takes care of birds? Yes. Yes, all right. Um, so now I got a question for you. Have you ever been scared? Yes. What are you scared of? What, what has made you scared? Being eaten alive. Being eaten alive. 
I do not want that to happen. I don't either. That, that sounds bad. Now, um, be eaten alive by what? Definitely a grizzly bear. A grizzly bear. Okay. Yeah, that'd be kind of scary. Have you ever been afraid? Yes. Of what? This is very childish, but the dark. The dark. No, that's not childish because you can't see what's in the dark. I get that. All right. I told my kids, you know, that, that when I, I was in my bedroom, when I was growing up, um, I would never let my hand go down on the side of the bed down by the wall because I thought something would pull me under. And then when I had to go to the bathroom, the bathroom was over there, so I would get up on my bed and I would jump as far as I could to go to the bathroom because I was scared. I was scared of the dark. I get that. Okay, so here's a memory verse. We're all going to learn this verse, right? Y'all ready? And we're going to do it like this. This is the way I like to teach memory verses. You're going to emphasize each word, a different word each time. So the first time we're going to say, but... And then we're going to read the rest of the sentence. So go ahead and put it up there, please. But the Lord is faithful. So we're going to say, but the Lord is faithful. Ready? But the Lord is faithful. Okay, now we're going to say the, but the Lord is faithful. Now the Lord. But the Lord is faithful. But the Lord is faithful. Now we're going to say faithful. But the Lord is faithful. Y'all get used to this because we're doing the whole verse this way. Okay. <laughs> but the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Got to do the whole thing. Thanks, John. John says, he. Okay. So let's do the whole thing and emphasize the word. He. <laughs> I'm so glad you came up here, buddy. All right. Do the whole thing and then <laughs> emphasize he. Ready? But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. All right, now we're going to say will. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. All right, now uh, strengthen. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and, re and guard you from the evil one. Now we're going to do you. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Now, and. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Now we're going to do guard. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Now we got another you. D don't emphasize both of them, just the last one. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Now from. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. The. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Now evil. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Now one. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Now very important. We have to have the address. It doesn't work if you don't have the address. Say, Second Thessalonians. They say, Second Thessalonians. Three, three. Now do Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians. Three, three. First three. Second Thessalonians. Three. Now the last three. Second Thessalonians. Three, three. Now, you make fun. You're laughing. That is actually how I memorize sometimes, because I want to personalize the verse. And so what, what we're going to do today, if you, if kids, if you memorize this verse and you say it to Miss Tammy, you're going to get some bubble gum. All right. So you have to say the verse and you have to have the, the, uh, the address as well. So let's say it one more time, just so you can remember, but the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Second Thessalonians three, three, who's the evil one? Satan. Satan. All right. 
Is God stronger than Satan? Yes. Somebody said no. Yes. Yes. The answer is yes. What does the Bible say about God's protection? In this verse, who's going to protect you? The Lord. The Lord. So like the, the shell of, of the egg will protect that, that baby until it's time to come out, unless, unless we drop it or throw something on it, right? God protected. God's going to protect you as well. Look at this verse, Psalm 18, 2 and 3. Haley, would you read this for us? The Lord, the Lord is my rock, my fortress. Mm-hmm. And my Savior, my God is my rock, and when I find protection, he is my shield, the power of the, that saves me and my place of safety. I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise, mm-hmm. and he saved me from my enemies. All right, so uh, who is the source of strength? This says that, that who's the source of strength? Who's, who's my rock? God. The Lord, God. Who is my Savior? My God, who is, uh, where do I find protection? God, yes, God's the answer to all of them. <laughs> who is my shield? God, yes. So the, the point is God is going to protect us. Now, we're going to do one more experiment. And um, all right, I got to move this up here. I don't need eggs. No, we don't have, we're not doing eggs this time. John says, oh, man, you're a lot of fun up here, dude. If you remember who to. So I went to get a name in flame, and, and the lady I asked at Walmart didn't know where they were. She said, this is my second day. So I got this torch. This is awesome. Um, okay, now, come back over here. Yeah, you might want to mute me there, Gary. Okay, one for you, one for you. Now, what do you think is going to happen? Let's ask Nate this. What do you think is going to happen, Nate? Scoot up a little bit. You're almost off screen. What do you think is going to happen if I put this balloon down over the flame? It's going to pop. You think it's going to pop? What's going to happen to the flame? Burn out. You think it'll go out? All right, let's, let's find out. You ready for this, Hannah? Waylon's watching. All right. We, we got to make sure two more times. All right, Nate, see how close you can get without it, without it popping. But it's going to pop. We want, we want it to pop. He says, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that was awesome, dude. That's the best reaction yet. All right. <laughs> Let's see if you can top that. Woo! Good reaction. All right. I'm going to try something different, though. I got one more over here. And I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to try something a little different. First, I'm going to pray. All right, so this is going to represent our lives. And I'm going to pray, and I'm going to ask God to be the forgiver of my sin, the leader of my life, and and to put his Holy Spirit inside of me. All right? So that's what we say around here. If you want to follow Jesus, you got to ask him to be the forgiver of your sins, the leader of your life. So, So I'm going to pretend that this is my life. Lord God, would you forgive my sins? Would you lead my life? Would you fill me with the Holy Spirit? Now what do you think is going to happen? When I hold it over the flame. Let's see. What happened? What's in it? Water. So the water represents the Holy Spirit coming inside of us. 
The Bible tells us over and over that we're going to go through difficult times. But if you have God's Holy Spirit living inside of you, he will protect you. He will enable you to walk through the storms and not be hurt by those storms. Does that make sense? Okay. So here's a phrase we're going to, we're going to remember to remember this, that when God's spirit lives in us, we can stand up against the storms. Here's the phrase. If you say this phrase from memory to Miss Tammy, you get a balloon. All right, here it is. When with God we connect, he will always protect. Y'all say it. All right, so when I did this, we used to do family nights with our kids when they were little, and we would march around. So if you've been in our house, you can go all the way around the kitchen, you can go through the living room, you can come back, and we would be marching around. When with God we connect, he will always protect. You know, so, so I want you to kind of get into it, right? So you got to help you remember this. So, so somebody just say, say it out. All of you say it, but I want you to do it with attitude. Ready? The only one I saw get into a little bit was Kristen. She did this. Okay? So you got to do better than that. Oh, that's it. That's it. All right, y'all ready? Say it again. Okay, you really cannot get into it while sitting down, can you? Stand up. This is what I want you to remember. This seriously, we want to have fun when we come into to family worship but we want to take something away. And here's what we take away. When with God we connect, he will always protect. Some of you don't, either you didn't know that or you've forgotten it. Because it means God's going to protect you in the midst of a pandemic. God's going to protect you in the midst of whatever storms you face, right? So I want you to, I, want you to, I don't know if you're going to do carry the TV I don't know if you're going to, you know, that my fish was this big. I don't know if you're going to do Kristen's thing here. But with an attitude, I want you to say this out loud. When with God we connect. No, man, I wanted to see it. Come on. Wait, wait. Come on. Y'all give him a hand. Come here, John. Come here, John. Come on. No, no, come on. He tried to get off screen, but we don't do that around here. So, so everybody cheer him on. Let's do it, John. When with God we connect, he will always protect. All right, so here's what's going to happen. We're going to finish up our service with a little bit of celebration. We're about to turn off Facebook Live because we're going to do a couple of songs and, and we'll get kicked off anyway. If you want to look those up, um, one of them is we're going to do um, Glorious Day uh, by Passion. You can look that one up. And then we're going to do the Happy Dance song by Mercy Me. Check those out on, on um, YouTube. So see y'all next week. We're going to continue our series uh, next week. We will have our leadership lunch. It's first Sunday leadership lunch next week. And we'll be uh, serving meals for $6 each. We'll be raising money for, for our, our mission trip to Israel next year. Anyway, so see y'all later.